Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. How's everybody doing? Hope you had a great weekend. This is the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. And it's a show, it's a podcast we do every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And let's start the show off with a great little Green to Graduate ad because um, your life will change um, once you um, once you start doing um, this program. It's 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 a game changer. It is a game changer for so many people. So many people have gotten so much um, great information. And we're up. Good. Sit. And I'm going to lure. Good. Down. Good. Tucker here. Good job. Down. Turn around and come back towards us. Tucker here. That's my boy. Here. There we go. That's my boy. What's great about that is it really, really rolls into um, the topic of today's show um, about um, people asking for tips and tricks for their totally untrained dogs. Um, This is a course that we took a totally untrained dog and it didn't even know its name. And then in 11 days, it became an off-leash trained dog. And we show step-by-step with positive reinforcement and then the proofing stage and then the correction stage on how we train dogs at the training center. Um, it is incredibly a proactive um, program. So if you have an untrained dog, it will show you in over 20 something videos, how to fully off-leash train your dog. And if you follow it step-by-step, you can do it too. So maybe it'll take you a month to do it, not 11 days. You can do it. Today's show is motivated by um, questions I often get in on a daily basis, on a daily basis. No particular person, no particular question. Just people are often asking, saying, my dog is doing, jumping on people, getting into dog fights, um, pulling on a leash, um, and then numerous other things. And they want to know, do you have any tips? Or they'll say tips and tricks. Tricks, we're not, we're not a trick trainer. Nothing against trick trainers. Trick trainers are great. But this is the tip. Train your dog. Like that's, that's the snarky answer is to train your dog. But if you think some little snippet of a tip, some little snippet of advice is going to rehab your fully untrained, misbehaved, rude, pushy, snotty dog, and I'm sure you love it because that's because it meets your emotional needs. And that's the thing we need to be talking about is there's a big difference between an owner's emotional need and a trained dog. And there's a lot of people that are saying how sweet their dog is. And then they'll give me a laundry list of problems that their dog has. And again, um, as I always talk to people is I never shame or blame owners. I'm just trying to wake the fuck out of everybody up and realize that dog training takes time. So if you're going to get a dog, you need to train the dog. You need to feed the dog nutritiously. We do a raw feeding diet. You don't have to, but if you want to, in our online shop, we've got a great ebook for $20 um, written by an expert on raw feeding, and it'll tell you exactly how to train your dog. I'm sorry, exactly how to feed your dog raw, start your dog, actually start your cat. It also does proactive and reactive medical advice. And this is a tip train your dog. So number one, this green to graduate program, I ironically put up because it actually shows you how to train your dog. But if you're going to get a dog, part of your dog's responsibility is the responsibility you have for your dog is to get it proper medical care, proper exercise, proper diet, teach it manners, do household management, and actually train your dog now the training is on the obedience level train your dog what you want it to do but then also you need to learn how to stop unwanted behaviors and if you follow us on social media over the last 20 years 13 years i've been doing podcasts and radio shows i'm doing five podcasts a week now plus i do a zoom room on our patreon channel which makes six podcasts more podcasts than anybody else is doing in this industry. And I don't say that of an ego statement. I just say that is because we're giving out all this information for free, as well as 50,000 posts, 5,000 videos. We're all over social media. And that's just us. Now, there's other people that are also giving out 
you know, quality information. Now, the problem is that we live in a, excuse me, in a society where people want, excuse me again, easier answers. But let's just start out from the beginning. So whether you get a brand new puppy, and we have a puppy training course on the academy that I put up, or you get a dog that's six months, one year old, two years old, the minute you get that dog, you start training the dog. <clears throat> the majority of people out there that are getting dogs, what do you think the first thing they do with that dog is? Love and affection. Love and affection. Love and affection. And then all of a sudden, bad behaviors creep up. The dog doesn't listen to them, and they're surprised. Well, why would you be surprised? Why are you surprised that love and affection didn't get your dog to listen to you? Is that because that's what, is that what the narrative is, is out there? The love and affection builds the relationship. If you've got a good relationship with your dog, it'll listen to you. That's a lie. That's an outright blatant lie. It doesn't work that way. You actually have to train your dog. So I homeschool. I homeschool Angelo, who just turned 10 yesterday, by the way. Happy birthday, Angelo. Had a wonderful day yesterday. And people don't understand that training is a process. It's actually a methodical process. How to train your dog to do things is a process. How to stop your dog, which is applying a punisher, which is not abuse, it's been hijacked, is also a process. And you have to do both of those things. And you do them the minute you get your dog. You do both in parallel. And sometimes you've got to stop the unwanted behavior while you're training the dog. Sometimes you've got to stop the unwanted behavior before you train the dog so you can actually train your dog. So many dogs are coming into households out of control, no manners, exhibiting bad behaviors. And I'm not talking about just biting, just jumping up on people, just running around the house, just doing the zoomies, just doing all kinds of things. Here's a great example. Hold on one second. So I'm going to move a chair out of the way, and I'm going to just move my camera over to, can you see that dog right there? Right there? Can you see that dog? In place, no equipment on. I just say that because everybody loves to just say, oh, the dog's, the dog's there because it's got a shock collar, a prong collar on <clears throat> that dog doesn't even have a leash on. It's been here for five days. It came in totally untrained. It's going to be there every time I do a podcast, every time I do office work, it's there. So when it's not actively working, it's doing duration work. It's learning how to be calm. Why? The last thing that this owner would describe this dog is calm. That's the last thing this owner would describe this dog. It's calm here. It can start out calm. We trained it to be calm. Now, does it love to go for walks? Does it love to run around and play chuck it? Yes. Are we going to teach you how to swim this, this week? Yes. Are we going to baby-proof it this week? Yes, because they have a baby and another one on the way. Are we going to take this dog into downtown Sarasota, put it in downstays in outdoor cafes? Yes. These are things that the owner couldn't do. But you can do this. You don't need to hire us to do it. You can do this through our online courses, through our free social media, but it's a process. We actually have a methodical process we do every day with this dog. What time it wakes up, what time it goes outside, what time it eats, the training that we do, and then it also does kennel time. Why? Because the owner's got to be able to live its life. We've got to be able to live our lives. So... What happens is there are no tips. There are no tricks. It's called training your dog. That's like going to college. And I'm not a big fan of college. I'm a big fan of education, but not necessarily college. I'm actually a fan of trade schools because I think we need more trade craftspeople out there. Air conditioning, electrician, plumbers, you know, car mechanics, builders, construction, roofers, you know, all the trades. 
I mean, we're about to, we're, I'm down in Florida here. We're about to get hit with a category four hurricane. Imagine if you had the skill set to do, we were, you know, you can make a ton of money right now going to Home Depot, buying a bunch of plywood, going door to door and asking people if they want to have their windows boarded up. You can make a ton of money right now. Right now. Buy generators at wholesale, sell them out of the back of your pickup truck. <clears throat> There's tons of ways to make a living out there. But the point is, is, you can go to college, attend an accounting class, and say, I want to become an accountant. Can you just give me some tips to be an accountant? No. You've got to start at the beginning. Do you actually know what a debit is, a credit is, a P&L? Do you know the difference between gross profit and net profit? Do you know the tax laws? Like, Do you know, do you know anything at all? So it's the same thing. It's the same thing with dogs. So this is the tip. Train your dog. Now, that's the snarky response. But the cool thing is, we have so many resources for you that you can fully train your dog. And the downfall of all that stuff is, with social media, is there's so much bad information out there that actually untrains your dog or keeps your dog in its untrained mode. So much misinformation. So there's information, there are, there, are, there are videos out there that actually can make it worse. <clears throat> People say that our videos are, do that, but after 20 years and 10,000 dogs, we just keep seeing it getting it better. And if somebody does not be able to accomplish it, it's usually human error. That's why we spend so much time on human training. So, there's, there's great information out there. People have got to get out of the mindset that they have a fully untrained dog that has bad behaviors, that doesn't even know its basics. It knows sit for five seconds. It knows down for five seconds. Does it know down for an hour? This dog's been with us for five days. It's been, a, done, been doing a one-hour downstay since day two. <clears throat> and we're not doing anything magical. We're following our Green to Graduate program. We literally are. Step by step, we're following our Green to Graduate program. This dog couldn't even do a decent heal, and Joelle had this dog healing on day one. And it's all documented. We have videos of everything. That's another thing. The videos are out there. The proof is in the videos. Anybody can say anything. Show me the videos and then show me the videos of the owner, which we will do when the owner picks up the dog of the owner duplicating it. Even on the first day, the owner emailed us saying, I can't believe he's walking behind you. I haven't been able to accomplish that. Even on day one, the dog gets along with our dogs. It already knows recall. We can work it off leash. It's already doing off leash recall the first week of training. Now, it drags a long line for safety. We're not foolish. It's also very skittish. It's also been, been, been head on a swivel. Every sound out there, you know, landscaper sound gets nervous. Car gets nervous. Someone bringing in their recycling bin or their garbage can gets nervous. It also whined for the first night or two in its crate. We fixed that. <clears throat> you know how we fixed it? Correction. You know what else we'd also do? Rush the door bark. It would bark its head off for like 15 minutes minimum at that owner's house. It did it here twice and then stopped. How do you think we stopped it? High-level correction. Nobody wants to talk about that either. Everybody will nag their dog. How long, how many times do you want your dog to bark at your front door? That can be eliminated with one high-level correction, maybe two. Is it fun to watch? Is it pretty? No, but it stops the behavior. Now you've got a calmer dog. Now you've got a dog that when somebody comes to the door, it's not stressed out. But the information out there tells you to do the opposite. And then the information out there keeps the owner struggling, and that's not fair. Dog struggles, owner struggles. People, they, these, they, these owners can't even have. I mean, I just do this because of. I do this because it's literally the dog is right next to me. These are real families with real dogs that we work with, and the owners can't have people over their house. 
Could you imagine that? <clears throat> you have a newborn baby. You have another one on the way. You can't even, you can't even have a guest over your house. Could you imagine living that life? How is your, how is your child supposed to have play dates? How are moms supposed to get together? Not to be stereotypical. How are moms supposed to get to get together? Everybody gets Amazon delivered once, twice, five times a day. Your dog's going to go nuts every time. Not here. Angelo's birthday was yesterday. So our next door neighbors brought over a birthday present. They walked right in the house. Dog didn't make a peep. We had the dog out while they were opening up the presents. Dog didn't care. It wasn't like that a week ago. Owners couldn't do that. Now, we're dog trainers, but we're going to teach the owners how to do it. And how do you do it? You do it by teaching the dog baseline obedience, and then you correct. That's the recipe. So the tip is this. Fully train your dog on obedience with a reward-based system, and then proof the dog, and then correct the dog for unwanted behaviors or correct the dog for non-compliance of not doing a wanted behavior. That's the recipe. That is the universal recipe. Now, there's troubleshooting that has to be done. There's little tweaks. Now, what would a tip be good for? If I was an agility trainer, which I'm not, and that's an incredible skill set, and I wanted, and I was always coming in second place, third place, and I wanted to be first place, what I would do is I would search out a dog trainer who competes in agility, who always gets, you know, champion dogs. And I would say, what am I doing wrong? I need some tips. Dog already knows agility. Dog's already doing well. They said, you know what? Move your body this way. Use, you know, use spatial pressure differently. Do different type of practice. That could be a tip. But to take an untrained, badly behaved dog and to get into a well-trained, well-behaved, well dog that, that's not snotty and pushy, that's not a tip. That's full training. So spend the time. You can get our course for 197 but you can also watch free videos. You can also jump into our Q&A. You can also schedule a one-on-one -on -one consult. And it sounds salesy, but it's like dogs are struggling. Families are struggling. Sorry, but the bar is down so damn low, it's disgusting. It really is. We rarely walk by a dog. In fact, there's one dog in this neighborhood of about 20 dogs that the owner has decent control over their dog. Decent control, which is below good, but she's trying. I see her every day. Every other dog, <clears throat> nope, out of control, literally out of control. It's not a relationship. So Training your dog, holding your dog accountable, holding your dog accountable actually increases confidence and increases relationship, and that narrative is not being told. That narrative is, you're being lied to about that narrative. Everybody says remote cowers make dogs worse. I hear that all the time. This is my response. 20 years, 10,000 dogs minimum, traveling the world. Most of these owners have never used a remote collar, and these dogs have the worst behavior, the worst behavior out there. Well, now what? Now, hey, I'll play that game. Not using a remote collar makes your dog badly behaved, right? So if you come to me with an aggressive dog, a dog that jumps on everybody, a dog that barks out the window, a dog that pulls on the leash, a dog that doesn't listen to commands, a dog that will stay in the backyard and avoid coming back to you, and you've never used any tool, never used any of our philosophy, then I will say, not using tools, not using our philosophy makes your dog untrained, right? I wouldn't say that, but I could. Because the narrative is using a shock collar makes the dog aggressive. Well, then why are we getting all these aggressive dogs in that have never used these tools? You know why? Because this is why. And I've said this 
thousands of times online, and I will continue to say it, even though I'm bashed for it. The first time your dog shows any sign of any type of aggression, the hammer comes down and it comes down hard. No, you don't hit your dog with a freaking hammer. Wake the fuck up. Don't be an idiot. What I mean is learn how to apply a punisher and learn how to apply it effectively. And punisher is not abuse. Starving your dog to death is abuse. When your dog <clears throat> growls over the food bowl and you correct it on the remote collar methodically, step one, step two, step three, the way we teach, so your dog stops guarding the food bowl, that's the kindest thing you can do to your fucking dog. Because not doing anything is reward-based and that reinforces the aggression. Ignoring bad behaviors reinforces the bad behavior. Wake up. When are people going to start telling the truth? Stop with the sugarcoating. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Joelle, who has really been living her life down here in Florida, she just walked out of her bedroom. I've been up since 3 o'clock. Actually, I get up at 2 o'clock. She just walked out, sauntered out, I'll say. I'll use the word sauntered, made breakfast, came over, pet goose, Went back, and Goose loves her. Goose loves Joelle. Everybody loves Joelle. While she was cooking breakfast, while her eggs were cooking, she went over, gave Goose a pet. Goose didn't move. Think about it. Why didn't he move? He loves her. Why didn't he follow her around? Why? Because he's been told to do place, and she didn't tell him to do place. She didn't stay, stay. She didn't correct him. She just went over there and just said hi, walked away. That's dog training. That's the real world. So to my left, right over there, is Joelle scrolling, because that's what she does for a living. To there is the dog. And Goose is looking right at her. She's like, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. She'll stand up. She'll put her, 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 her dishes in the sink. She won't wash them, because that's my job. She'll walk around. She might do some exercise. And Goose won't move. Why? It's called dog training. What's the tip? Dog training. That's the tip. Because Goose already knows place. So now we're at the point of, we'll hold you accountable for place. That's the missing link. We used a reward-based system to teach place. And after three days, because he came in with obedience, we cleaned it up. And then after three days, we're just on accountability. Today, we go for a car ride because we're going to go get sandbags because we've got a hurricane coming. Today, we'll probably walk through Home Depot, which will be a fucking shit show because everybody's nervous. They're getting plywood. They're getting generators. They're getting screws. This week, we're going to come. It's supposed to be nice outside. It depends how much time we have. Today or tomorrow, we might go to downtown Sarasota, go to an outdoor cafe, put them in a downstay. We're going to do that last night for Angelo's birthday. He just turned 10. I just put a post up, wish him happy birthday because you'll see all the posts. If you want to see Joelle doing a front flip, jump onto our Instagram stories. She's still in pain. I was 28 years old and already sore from a front flip. Both worked up a, <clears throat> quite the exercise yesterday. And then Angelo, Angelo went to his favorite seafood restaurant <clears throat> just because he wanted the key lime pie. <laughs> it's like, where, where's the place with the key lime pie? I'm like, tide tables. If you ever want good, um, Angelo, 30 seconds in the microwave. Okay. <clears throat> so, Angelo just got up. I'm letting him sleep in. He hasn't been feeling well. Okay, 30 seconds in the microwave. Okay, thanks, honey. And then after that, swim the puppies, please. Swim the dogs. No, after. Okay, thanks.
So, yeah, let him sleep in now. He hasn't been feeling well. So, obviously, he's going through a growth spurt because he just turned 10. And then he's got a huge list of stuff to do. Homeschool kid, lots of stuff to do. And then we check out a jiu-jitsu place later today. So, he just started a ninja warrior tumbling class, and now we're going to check out jiu-jitsu. <clears throat> so, anyway, so that's the tip. All right, let's jump right to the questions. And if it's a question that's pertaining not to the subject that I was speaking about, the way that the we'll Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show works is Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. <clears throat> I push people to our Wednesday and Friday What Would Jeff Do show, which are what I do with the lovely Joelle. You can catch that at um, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Also streaming on Facebook. Also streaming on YouTube. I push you there. So don't take it personally. Beth says, good morning from Kentucky. What's up? Kentucky's in the house. And then I put up the Academy website for all the people listening to the podcast. By the way, if you're listening to the podcast on all the podcast platforms, thank you so much. If you're watching the replay, thank you so much. Academy.SolidCanineTraining.com. Debbie says, um, good morning, Jeff. Hope you all had a great birthday with Angelo. Hoping the hurricane doesn't get to you. So we had a fantastic day. So what we were going to do, we had a day planned out. We woke up in the morning. We did our morning stuff. We ran a couple of errands. We went to the farmer's market. We went to Costco. Costco was dead yesterday. Think about this. A Sunday, three days before a storm, and there was nobody in Costco. Nobody. It was incredible. You'd think it'd be packed. But we just got some stuff. Ironically, it was not like we stocked up. We just, went, we just had to get stuff. And then we went to the farmer's market, and then we were we had the then we had the option. We went to go to a, we went to a trampoline park, and then we had the option: do we jet ski to the because we can jet ski to this restaurant? It's on the water. Could you imagine that? You 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 get on your jet skis, you go across the bay. It's about a fifteen minute jet ski ride. If you pull into the dock. You secure your jet skis, you walk over to a table, and you eat. Could you imagine that? I love it. Florida life. We're loving it. But Angelo was tired, and I'm like, you know what? Let's drive. Let's drive. It's no big deal. We can jet ski whenever we want to. We live right by the water. He had some nice seafood. Mahi-mahi. It was delicious. Key lime pie. Came home. Open up his presence. So we had a good time. I'll put up some photos of the uh, trampoline zone. I'll put some photos up of that. <clears throat> so I'll probably put it up on his page. I'll put it up in stories. I probably won't crowd the crowd our our feed with it. So we had a fantastic day. But we'll go jet ski. I got to fill up with fuel. And with a storm coming in, I might only, I might be around only the way I can get around my neighborhood is with the jet skis for all I know. <laughs> Beth Rice says, happy big one zero, Angelo. Kip Cotter says, incredible work, Jeff. Thank you so much. Bonnie, well, I'm convinced. Need to get caught up on your videos that I'm in the Patreon plan. Have you do, have to learn the cower techniques, but I did use them yesterday and it was a sudden change for the good. I'm tired of these two standard poodles controlling my life. So, so Bonnie, there's a couple of things. Number one, if you've not got, gotten the green to graduate for all my Patreon members, this is the formula. It's patreon.com. I'll put it in the I'll put it in the feed right now. But for all the people listening to the podcast, it's patreon.com slash solid canine training. Okay. I'm working solo here. Solid canine training. Okay. Patreon.com Solid Canine Training. This is the how it works. It's $10 a month. For $10 a month, you get four, so once a week, Zoom room Q&As. So it's face-to-face. -face. That alone is worth $10 a month. Because you can ask your questions, you get your answers, and it's face-to-face. -face. And then <clears throat> you get 20% off of all consults and all courses. So think about it. If you pay $10 a month, if you have the green to graduate, you save 40 Right off the bat. And then next month, if you want to quit the, the Patreon, quit the Patreon. That's fine. Use it for a month. Buy a couple of courses. 
We got a puppy course. We got a leash reactivity course. We got the green to graduate course. We got a resource guarding course. We got consults on there. Get twenty percent off. And we're, we're offering a new Q&A program. Now there's have two Q&A programs on Patreon. The only way to get these programs are on Patreon. That's it. It's the only way. We have a raw food podcast that we put up with Thomas Sandberg. Ask your raw food questions. So if you're already on Patreon and you think I'm going to the courses. So the thing is this. So you're seeing it, Bonnie, that when you start doing the work, it works, but it's not like you have to do it every day. It becomes, well, it becomes a lifestyle every day. So for instance, right now, Goose, the boarding train is in place. He's still there hanging out. Angela just came in the room. Dog didn't make a peep. You would have heard in this microphone, this microphone's very sensitive. So you would have, you would have heard a peep. He came in after his breakfast. So the Green to Graduate shows you how to use basic obedience with no remote, how to proof it, how to correct, and then it moves you into remote cower training at the very beginning. It says, happy birthday, Angelo. Thank you so much, Mark. <clears throat> Diane, morning, Jeff. I really wish the people in my area would train. It's unbelievable what I see. I have tried to help them, directing them to your videos. It's not as much as the dogs. It's the people. They're holding the dog back with two hands, feet digging in the ground. Relax, people. You're feeding the dog nervousness. I love a well-trained dog, and you have a pit bull. <clears throat> you know, the thing is, is this. The bar is set so fucking low right now. I'm in the United States. I travel the world. Depends where now because I'm not vaccinated, so I can only go to certain places. I'm hoping, I'm hoping people, I'm hoping Europe opens up a little bit more. We were just in Greece. Greece did it smart in May. They dropped all the requirements because they wanted their summer there to be to have the tourists there. Heading down to Mexico for Christmas. But it would be nice if Turks and Caicos, it would be nice if the UK, it would be nice if a lot of people drop their requirements. Because they're bullshit and we all know that. We all know that. There's no reason to have requirements anymore. We all know that, it, that it's a scam. <clears throat> Maybe not everybody, but we should. Information's out there. So, right. I'm not ignoring that it exists. I'm just saying you don't need requirements. So... It, if someone's got a badly behaved dog, well, then do something about it. Train it. It's not that hard to do. Are you using the right equipment? Are you using the right philosophy? Angelo, if you're still hungry, you can have a banana, buddy. Okay. Okay, thank you. But, but the dogs need to swim, okay? So they went on a bike ride this morning at 5. That's my bike ride time, 5 a.m. It's great headlight on. Dogs have headlights. Victoria, question please. I have a 17-pound miniature poodle mix that pulls 10-inch neck, 2.5 or micro Lincoln, doesn't matter. Um, 17-pound miniature poodle. <clears throat> you can probably get away with a 2.25. But the, this is the thing. Tools are tools. Without the basic of understanding of, of animal behavior and of training, no tool will train the dog. Always remember that. Always remember that. Even food. Even food. You have to understand dog training. That's why people get so hung up on tools, but they forget about the dog training part. <clears throat> so people that don't use tools, that are anti-tool, if, if the training was so good, why are these dogs not fully off-leash trained? And a lot of people like to blame the owner, but it's like the owner's busting their ass. Maybe it's the methodology that's not working. So let's have, start having a conversation about methodology instead of tools, right? Let's start having a conversation about methodology instead of tools. Is it possible that the methodology is just not right? Yeah. That's what we see. 
over and over and over again, especially with leash reactivity. Most of these reactive rhino, rhino, most of these reactive phyto classes are bullshit. Most of the reactivity classes, if your reactivity class is not involving a punisher, a correction for the act of reactivity, it's bullshit. It's not going to work in the real world. Remember, we're not training dogs for, like, Goose is not learning place to place in my living room. Goose is not learning place so Joel can walk by him and he doesn't move. Goose is learning place. So, and use the older bananas first. Use the other bananas first. Yep. 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 Got to rotate bananas. You know, everybody, bananas go bad so quick. Is everybody noticing that? Fruit in general goes bad so quick. Strawberries, peaches, plums. It's going bad so quick. And maybe we're just not storing them proper. Probably could be it. So, um, good morning, Jeff. Um, this is from Mark. Happy birthday to Angelo. Thank you. Sarah says, I just described you. Um, as far as like not training your dog and looking for tips and tricks, that's okay. I don't say, like, I love you. Angelo, swimming. I don't say, I don't say this to make you feel bad, but I do say it to wake you the fuck up right? It's time. It is time. It's time for you to realize that it's time to wake up. Dogs are struggling. Owners are struggling. Owners' lives are limited. You can't bring your dogs where you want to. If you live in an area that has outdoor cafes that allows dogs, why can't you bring your dog to this outdoor area and why can't you have your dog do a downstay underneath the table while you're eating dinner? Why? Well, we'll show you how to do it. We're going to show you how to do it for free. So you can do it too. Um, Terry says, you stay safe. Hope Angelo has a wonderful birthday. Yeah, it was yesterday. I just put the post up late. <laughs> I put a post up, a couple posts up yesterday celebrating it, but I wanted to put up an official. I put something in the stories. I wanted to put an official post because he started training dogs at 48 hours old. People were like, no, he didn't. He was too young. No. His car seat went right in the middle of a bunch of dogs doing a downstay. He started at 48 hours old. Um, Melissa says, if a dog isn't get does uh, if a dog isn't getting quite enough exercise some days, I feel bad reinforcing stuff like downstays. I'm just Am I just being an idiot? LOL, maybe downstay is exercise. You're not being an idiot. No, you're not being an idiot. Your dog does not need to have, okay, yes, you need to exercise your dog. Yes, you do. But here's a good example. Let's say we are slammed with a hurricane, which we're supposed to get a category four, minimum three. My dogs will not be getting exercise during, that, during the hurricane time. But I expect my dogs to behave, and there's no reason why they can't do a downstay for three hours. So, this whole concept of a tired dog is a good dog? No. A tired dog is a tired dog. Tomorrow morning, it's an asshole. Oh, my God. Did you just call my dog an asshole? Everybody gets bent out of shape. I can't tell you how many people that, that will call me up and saying, yep, my dog's an asshole, too. So... The problem is I triggered you because you know your dog is an asshole and you took it personally. You don't have to take it personally. I didn't call you one. And I'm not insulting your dog necessarily. I'm just saying raise the bar. Raise the bar. But you can reinforce unwanted behaviors whether your dog is tired or not. Allison says, happy birthday, Angelo. Thank you so much. Um, Sarah says the best first step to a one-on-one -on -one consultation or going straight to the Academy online course. My dog in the, is in decent obedience, but not the greats, but we have big issues with barking at the door, fear of new people, growling at other dogs. So that's a good question. You're going to need a one-on-one -on -one to stop the unwanted behaviors. The trifecta is, this is a trifecta though, join Patreon for $10 
get 20% off of your courses and consults, get the green to graduate, and then do the consult. Or do the consult to stop the unwanted behaviors and do the green to graduate. The reason why I say do the green to graduate, because we can help you troubleshoot some of that stuff during the consult. Or just get a consult. And we'll just literally, you described, let's see, um, barking at the door, fear of new people, growling at other dogs. That's a 30-minute counsel. <clears throat> Maybe a one hour because you've got three things and we want to go deep into it. Think about that. Jumping on people, people spend six training sessions trying to resolve. We spend three seconds. Three seconds. That's all it does. This dog right here that came in, he jumps in everybody that walks in the front door. We stop that in three seconds. Um, Melissa says, off to get my Patreon on. Good. And one thing Patreon does is they do this yearly thing. It's interesting because if you join for a year, it's $100.80. So it's like eight bucks a month. They give a 16% discount. Where they came up with that number, I got no idea. I don't control it. I don't control it. <clears throat> so for $100.80 for the year, you can get 20% off of all your courses. We're putting up new courses. Joel's got a bunch of new ideas. Dan says, happy birthday, Angelo. Thank you. Um, Melissa says, it is mental exercise. Correct. Yeah. It's also good for dogs that are working through the messy middle. So a dog like Goose, who like Joelle is like <clears throat> making noise. She like little things like she made, um, she does this decaf um, pumpkin spice latte coffee in the morning. So she opens up the freezer. She makes noise in the ice maker. She's scooping ice. Little things like that would trigger the dog. Little things like that. Literally, scooping ice would trigger the dog. That would make the dog nervous. That would make the dog reactive. Dog doesn't care anymore. There's so much the dog doesn't care. Guess what the magic was? Do you want to know what the magic was? We didn't desensitize the dog to those sounds. We corrected that dog hard for reacting to those sounds. Remember, we're not correcting the dog for being nervous. We're correcting the dog for barking for breaking command now the dog just goes all right i guess that's just part of life yesterday or two days two days ago angelo got up really quick opened up the grabbed his sandals and then opened up the front door to go outside to to shake out his sandals you know slap them together so the sand would come off. He should have done that before because Joel hates sand in the house. The dog charged the door barking. That dog got it. Do you hear the ice right now? You hear it? Dog didn't move. Dog didn't care. Dog didn't shake. That would be a shaking, nervous, stressful moment for the dog. So the dog rushed the door. That dog got... <clears throat> Think about this. The dog was in place Angela opened up the door from the inside. The dog was barking its head off, charging the door. What would most people do? What would most people do in a situation like that? Now, the remote was right next to me because I'm in charge. Right now, I have no remote next to me. The dog doesn't even have a collar on. It's being charged. Because you don't need a collar. Collars are great. That, how high would people correct that dog? Let's say you weren't doing a podcast and you can just get up and walk over. What would you do? Most people would say no and then bring the dog back to place. Correct? And you would be doing that for months or years. We know you would be. Everybody does that. What did I do? I corrected that dog on the highest level for five seconds. Yep, I just said it right there. All my haters can put that right in the reel. Put that right in the reel. Light them up, Gelman. This is a problem that's been going on for a long time with the owners. This is why they can't have people over the house. Yep, 
I put a, an immense amount of methodical discomfort onto the dog while I'm sitting here in my chair doing office work. How dare you rush the door and make noise? And, and he didn't go after um, Angelo, but that was the trigger. <clears throat> Guess what? Stopped it. Was it fun to do? No. Was it fun to watch? No. Was it effective as fuck? Yes. So why aren't we concentrating on that? Why are we not concentrating on the most effective results? Everybody wants to pussyfoot around this shit. Why are we not, why are we like going, well, spend time desensitizing the dog? Well, I did. I spent three seconds desensitizing the dog. I made the dog know that what you just did is beyond wrong. Guess what the dog does now when it hears the door opening? It looks the other way. Looks the other way. Literally. Open up the door. The dog looks away from the door. Think about that. Over one year of the dog literally barking its head off for 15 minutes every time somebody comes in, jumping on, jumping all over people, Fixed in three to five seconds. Why would people not want to do that? I know why. It's emotionally hard to do. But guess what we do now? And it, by the way, it didn't shut down the dog, didn't ruin the relationship. The dog's got a better relationship with us right now. Um, listens better and stop the unwanted behavior. Who doesn't want that? But the information you're hearing online is false that all that stuff messes up the dog. No, it doesn't. 20 years, 10,000 dogs, never seen it. I've never seen it mess up the dog. Now, can somebody mess up their dog? Sure. Well, you did it wrong. Your timing was off. You did it wrong. You yelled at the dog. You corrected too late. I just said no and corrected. Nice and calm, methodical. And no, I can't show you on video because I'll be deplatformed. But I just told you how I did it right now. If you do a one-on-one, -on -one, I can show you how to do it. I do it all the time. Turn the camera around, face the door, set it up. I'll tell you what to do. So many people I've stopped on one-on-ones. So many dog behaviors I've been able to stop, literally virtually. That's the recipe. Why is everybody afraid to do that? <clears throat> Dog growls at you, growls at your kid, growls at your partner, growls at guests. Why are we all afraid to put the hammer down? Why? Why are we doing things like putting dogs in timeout, which is bullshit? Why? Why are we shaking our fingers at our dogs, telling them no bad dog? Why? That, that, that shit doesn't work. Stop doing it. <clears throat> See, this is the thing that people that actually get results do, what I just did. They just don't talk about it. But why am I talking about it? Because I want you to be able to fix it yourself. And you can. You can. You know... People struggling with jumping on dogs, jumping on people. You can fix jumping on people in three seconds. <clears throat> Not managing it, get rid of it. Literally, you can get rid of it. Um, Kim says it's hard to condition a dog because we often unknowingly give mixed messages. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're inconsistent. So then the dog gets confused. And then if you have multiple people in the house, it's even worse if they're not all on the same page. So number one, you need to be consistent. If you've got other adults in the house, they need to be consistent. But then the goal is even with inconsistency later, the dog can still do well. Kim says freezes them. True, freezes them, right? <clears throat> That's because they're just waiting for information. They don't know what to do. Sid says, good morning, Jeff. Happy birthday, Angelo. Stay safe down there. Yeah, we will. We'll stay safe. 
Bonnie says mine are called worse than that. She probably was talking about the asshole comment. The best first step is a bonker, LOL. Yeah, Kip, yeah, bonkers are great. That's another thing people think. Bonkers, oh my God, you hit the dog with a cotton towel. Big fucking deal. They had, yesterday they had dodgeball at uh, Sky Zone. Angelo got freaking hit in the face during dodgeball. That hurts. Guess what? He had a moment of discomfort. He was upset visibly. And guess what? He got over it because I helped him get over it. And he went on and played. But I assure you, that hurt a hell of a lot more than a cotton towel. Getting nailed in the face with a dodgeball? That fucking hurts. You can call my dog an asshole. LOL. His actual name is Jackass. Thanks, Melissa. Ryan. Um, no bets correct. Took my dog for a 30-minute walk, supervised him on a bully stick for 30 minutes, and he still wasn't calm in his crate. Made it suck to be doing that nonsense, and now he's calm. Right. <clears throat> I am, and, and think, keep it, I'm not against exercise. I'm a huge advocate of exercise. I'm not against bully sticks. Just be careful about rawhide. They ingest it, it stays in their stomach, and they can end up with surgery. But, but the point is this. I'm not against these things. But you don't need them. You need to actually correct non-calmness. You need to correct over-arousal. It works. We've done it. I don't care what the studies say. We're doing, we're doing a lot of the opposite of what the studies say. And for some weird reason, we're getting results and we're getting long-term results. Not just in the moment. And that's what everybody does to scare you. Well... You created a ticking time bomb. Really? We've created a ticking time bomb. All we have walking to our boarding trains for dogs that are entering our boarding trains, they're all freaking time bombs. And we haven't even touched them yet. And they have done, not done any of our training. So they've created time bombs. Ange, will you do the um, unload the dishwasher? Thank you, buddy. He's got so many chores that he has to do a day. And then he's still got to do school. Kip says, just kidding. Jeff's counsels are well worth it. Help us a ton. Yeah. Yeah, the counsels are great. People don't think they can be. People think it has to be hands-on. Obviously, hands-on is the best. But if you don't have a decent trainer by you, what are you supposed to do? But... Our hands, but our hands on our, our, our online consults are highly, highly effective. Our online courses are highly, highly effective. Just go to our academy, academy.solidcaninetraining.com. You know. Sue says, my dog's behavior dissolves when he's tired and I'm giving him a quiet downstay or create him for a break. His weird behavior is my wake-up call. Um, yeah, I mean, dogs, dogs definitely need downtime. People, people want to just keep their dogs active because they think if they keep their dogs active, it'll be tired out. Now, they will be tired out, but they're going to wake up tomorrow just being assholes. They're going to wake up tomorrow with the same bad behaviors because you never address the bad behavior. You have to address the bad behavior. Melissa says, can we see Goose? I think I showed Goose earlier, but let me see if I can get it right there. Right there. He has not been out for a walk. He's not been exercised. He went out to go to the bathroom, ate breakfast, that's it. That's goose. But you can watch watch our Instagram stories, Melissa. You'll see a lot of goose. You'll see a lot of goose. Sarah says, just join Patreon, next step, consult. Yeah, make sure you put in the Patreon code. The Patreon code is, the, is at the top of the posts. You'll see a code there. So when, you, when you, you pick out consult, you put in the code, activate the code, it gives you a new price. Where do we order a consult? Go into <clears throat> academy.solidk9training.com. Yeah, Academy. 
www.solidk9training.com. You'll see courses and consults. Go into the consults, order a 30 or 60 minute consult, put in the code, activate the code, gives you a new price, and then pay. Al says it's more fair to the dog since he clearly gets the message for the owner too. Yeah, of course it is. You need to, you need to train your dog what you want and what you don't want. It's common sense. Everybody needs to know what to do and what not to do. It's common sense. <clears throat> um, my SOs, I'm not sure what that means, SO. Mom asked for tips yesterday for their... Um, uh, crazy dogs. I sent her some of your YouTube playlists and recommended green to graduate to train the dogs. Also, want to introduce her to the walker. Awesome. This is all good puppy. Yeah, I mean, it's all training, though. Think about it. It's all training. This, it's just all training. Like we're not doing anything magical. We're literally following our green to graduate program to the T. We're, we're like we've put the information out there for everybody to, to consume. We're just doing what we teach. If you hear dishes in the background, apologize. It's Angela putting away the dishes. Got him a little step ladder so we can get all the dishes up. <clears throat> so, as you have to come over here and introduce your new 10-year-old 10 10 self. Anna says, I'm at my wit's end. I've sent my dog to training for six weeks. It was a drop-off and pick-up every day. That day training is hard. Day training is hard. I've been working once a week with a trainer for six weeks. Well, that's good. I work with my dog every day, three to four times each separately, 25 sessions each. That's good. There are little litter mates and one is very nervous. Oh, you got two dogs. Okay, that's hard. Um, I've explained to the trainer that um, he just won't listen. He said that he took him as far as he could and suggested medication. I wouldn't do that. Are some dogs just untrainable? No. I use e-cower, but he doesn't respond. Then you're using it wrong. If he's not responding to the e-cow, you're using it wrong. If you want to go farther, Ann, and I don't want to know who this trainer is because it's not about the trainer, get the green to graduate. You'll go farther. It's $197. You'll have two fully off-leash trained dogs. If that's not enough for you, do an online consult. It's still cheaper than the trainer. Now, are there dogs out there that can only go so far? Yes. Especially in the aggression rehab world. But... But chances are there was just lack of skill set of trainer. Nothing against the trainer, but every trainer has a certain point where their skill set is limited. Allison says significant other, LOL. I don't think I say, I, say, I usually say partner because I don't like to assume anything. And I'm not one of these pronoun people. I just don't like to assume because we've got a lot of boy, boy and girl, girl clients. So I don't like to assume. Um, the studies are largely to support both the perceived agenda and the idea that you need to cite a study about every common sense thing to have a valid point. Right. The studies are opinions. <clears throat> the studies are not valid. And everyone will quote, oh, the studies are real. Actually, no, they're not. They're actually not real. They're bullshit. They're bullshit. And everybody's like, oh, since a study was made, it's a scientific study, the latest scientific. No, they're bullshit. I would challenge them on everything, on every point they make when it came to dog training. And not just me, but many other people would. Many people would. Because the people in the trenches that are actually doing the work, the people in the trenches that are actually doing the work, they're going against the studies all the time. And they're getting results. And they're getting long-term results. So how about them apples? Why? 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 Also, it depends on what study you read. Also, it depends on the agenda. Also, many studies are opinion pieces. Also, many studies have been hacked to fit an agenda. Let's see. Um, <clears throat> Patty says, I watched two of your videos last night. It was the sweet and the sad. Angelo in a diaper feeding the dogs and girl. Yeah. We've got 50,000 posts, 50,000 posts, 10,000 hours of audio content. So people, some people, I'm glad you started consuming our stuff, but you, people have got to really go down the rabbit hole. 
you'll really learn. Some people just watch one of our videos and make a comment. Somebody did that this morning. They watched one video, made a comment, never saw this person before. It was a negative comment. They're a professional dog trainer. It's the biggest assholery thing you can do is you're a dog trainer and you make a comment on another dog trainer's page without knowing a damn thing about the dogs. They didn't get one thing right. They didn't get one thing right. I called them out on it. It's so unprofessional for people to go on other people's pages and tell them what they're doing is wrong, especially if you're a trainer. It's very unprofessional. Um, Sue is some sort of uh, doodle. Yeah, he's a uh, sheep -a doodle. Doodles can be a lot more challenging than their reputation suggests. People just expect a doodle to be easy and happy-go-lucky, but that has not been my experience. No, we see a lot of this dog's not aggressive, but we see a lot of aggressive golden doodles. A lot of aggressive golden doodles, and they're also not allergy-free like people think. <clears throat> so, but anyway. Down in Florida, we don't do aggression. In Rhode Island, we do aggression rehab. Down here, we don't. We don't. Um, Amir says, hi, Jeff. In situations of reactivity, other, after corrections, what behavior should be required for the dog so the dog knows what to do the next time? You just tell the dog. Correct first and then tell the dog what you want. What do you want the dog to do? Go back into a heel? Go back into a down? What was the dog doing prior? Just don't use obedience to fix unwanted behaviors correct the dog, then you can use obedience. So everyone forgets about step one. The fuzzy face factor. Hi, Jeff. How's it going? I hope you're enjoying your day. Yeah. Every day, MSA. I get up early. Love every day. The fact that I woke up, I feel fortunate. I'm 56 years old now, which isn't that old, but the fact that I woke up, I feel fortunate. Remember, someone's always paying for the study. Um, it fits their narrative. Yeah, I mean, there's always, you always have to figure out the money trail. You always have to figure out who does the study. That's like, I mean, science diet has studies that their food is good. Science diet food sucks. Perina food sucks. Fucking Alpo sucks. But guess what? There's somebody out there that says it's good. It ain't good at all. Beneful is still on the market. Beneful causes cancer. We know that. And that's cancer-causing ingredients in it. Any food that's got yellow and red in it is not good. Research raw food. Your vet will say, oh, that's bad. What do vets? I mean, I love my vet, but they're not nutritionists. Raw food is not bad. And you don't cook the food. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, I cooked the food. Stop cooking your food. For your dog. Feed them raw. Get the ebook. It's easy. <clears throat> it's easy. Ange, yeah. go through all your old toys and put them in that bag. Okay. Thank you. Go say, come here and say hello to everybody now that you're 10, even though you've been on the air all the time. This is 10 year old Angelo. Hello. Eyes are looking better. Yeah. He got chlorine eyes. First, he had pink eye. Was it two weeks ago? You had pink eye. Three weeks, I think. Two weeks ago, I think, and then you had a you had a no, week. This is a new week. Oh, that's right. Three weeks ago, and then you had a week of good eyes, and then I think the chlorine got to you. Yeah, because he's been spending a lot of time in the pool. For goose, did you correct the panting and the shaking? <clears throat> we did. It still manifests every once in a while, but it's dramatically better. You always, you, always, you always correct the panting and the shaking. Everyone's like, no, don't do that. It's like, why not? See, this is the thing. Everybody says not to, but we do when we stop it. So why wouldn't we? Now, there is a point that's called the messy middle where a lot of the dogs <clears throat> still do it, but you correct it. Drooling, eh, I don't know what to do. But panting and shaking... Of course, because that's the, that's the dog's mind spiraling. So we don't want the dog just to be physically in a location. We want to be mentally in a location. And for some weird reason, for some weird reason, everybody says not to do it. It messes up the dog. It ruins the relationship. For some weird reason, it keeps working. Go figure. 
doing it is wrong. We keep doing it. And it keeps working. Like, why? Why does it keep working? Blows my mind. Um, Becky says, my dog that has a has a dog that barks severely at the door when I come in the door and even growls if she corrects. So the e-cower should be the same training with a cow. Should there be training with a cow first? You don't have to. We talked about that last week. You can correct a dog without training the dog. Um, <clears throat> MSA says, I do one-on-ones. I want to get into behavior mod. Which one of the courses would you recommend for aggressive dogs? Oh, that's a one-on-one. Aggressive dogs, it's hard to do a course on because there's so many variables. But you would need to know the basics of behavior mod MSA. And then I would suggest doing a one-on-one because there's so many safety protocols. And you really need to know what to do. And that's a face-to-face thing. <clears throat> Just moved from Austin, Texas to Louisiana. Noticed you have a seminar next year in Austin, but we'll be in Dallas. Might have to make the drive. Oh, yeah. You should come to the Austin seminar. It's at a great location. Dallas is a short drive. Because I've done Austin seminars and then Dallas seminars. <clears throat> It's worth it. It's worth the weekend. Get yourself an Airbnb. All right. All right. It's time to go. It's 9.06. I've gone over my, my, my time here. We're going to end this with a um, degree to graduate. I would suggest everybody to get a um, <clears throat> the, green, the green to graduate course because the green to graduate course is a fantastic course. Um, and we're up. Good. Sit. Animal lure. Good. Down. Good. Tucker here. Good job. Down. This dog didn't know one. Didn't even know its name. Turn around and come back towards us. Dog's doing great. Tucker here. Dog's doing recall on 100 acres. Off leash. Here. There we go. That's my boy. All right, everybody. Everybody have a fantastic day. Thank you so much. I love you all. If you're watching the repeat, thank you so much for the replay. I'd appreciate it. Love you guys. Bye-bye.